Hello and welcome to the new paradigm of women's awakening, sacred remembering. I'm your host, Sarah Poet. I invite you to step out of the old and into the new. Let's imagine together that we're walking toward a lush and glistening landscape. You notice forests and trees, crystalline water and rich black soil. The soil is different than any soil you've ever seen and you can't help but to take off your shoes and slide your toes into the soil. You've never seen or felt soil so rich or so replenishing. Your feet begin to sink down and into the soil like feet do as we stand beside the ocean and waves lap at our ankles. And as you sink down into this soil ankle deep, you realize that you are in touch with something else. There's this golden thread, this gold frequency that runs through this soil. It connects everything, like mycelium. It's in the earth, the trees, in you. And as you lift your head and you look around, you realize that there are other women also in this grid, the soil, connected via the gold frequency a unified network, and you are a part of it. And you breathe this all in deeply into the space of your heart. Welcome to Sacred Remembering, the podcast and live community for modern women waking up to the full and unified truth of who we are, standing prosperously now in that truth. You were planted here on earth at this time because there is something so unique inside of you. And when you ignite it, you light up the entire planetary grid. The answers that are needed on earth now are inside of modern women. They're inside of you. So go ahead and tilt your face upward towards source and allow the seed of sacred remembrance to open inside of you in that warmth. We're a community and network of women lighting up the globe by standing in the emanation of exactly who we are. Sacred, sovereign, creational, unified, and incredibly committed to love. Welcome. We're so glad you're here. Hello listeners, thank you so much for being here. My guests and I hope that you glean so much transformative information on this podcast in each and every episode. I am so passionate about helping women to reframe our innate value and how we decide to exchange that value. So let's get clear about the intentions that are going on here with this podcast. This podcast is a gift to you. It is free. It is an act of service on my part to produce it. If you would like to take action to reciprocate for this gift, I'll mention a few things that are super helpful. One, you can rate and review this podcast on Apple and Spotify because the more reactions that it gets, the more this information can reach more people. And the more this mission of sacred remembering and modern women standing in their truth can spread. Two, you can sign up for my email list at sarahpoet.com and follow me on Instagram at embodied breath. And this is helpful because I do intend to publish books and publishers are looking at those audience numbers. So if you want to help me play that game and in the meantime, get super valuable content from me, then you can stay connected in that way as well. If you would like to receive more via exchange, you can again, sign up for my email list, receive my new ebook called No Limits Going Beyond the Need for Boundaries by Redefining the Value of Your Feminine Resources. I'm excited about this. You can see that talking about the empowerment that is possible with women 
redefining our feminine resources is a hot topic for me right now. And of course, you can always pay forward this podcast episode by sending it to a friend. Thank you for your participation and your energy exchange at any level. And I hope that you enjoy this episode. Now, let's begin. Hello, whether you are brand new to Sacred Remembering or you are returning and you've been returning for years, I'm so glad you're here. Um, This is the first episode in over six months. And it's interesting because every season of the Sacred Remembering podcast was about six months, like every six months since I started this in 2019, it felt like there was this upgrade kind of every six months. And I was like, this is a new season. I remember at one point Googling, like, what constitutes a podcast season? And essentially, the answer was like, anything you want. (laughs) And so it just so happened that my seasons were about six months long. So I find it super interesting that it was pretty much from winter solstice 2022 to summer solstice 2023, that I was stepping away from the podcast. And um, for life's reasons, I'm not going to go into that right now. And then there was this really clear message to return to it, which is so much a part of a bigger mission. And I'm so glad to be here. (laughs) I'm so glad to be here serving this mission of modern women waking up, standing in our truth, being prosperous in our truth. Yes. Okay. So I want to talk about the process of this episode quickly as kind of an intro. So what you're about to hear I recorded a few weeks ago. Um, I had started to plan the episode and just started making notes for it. I'm a, a mind mapper. And so I just put the topic that I feel coming, you know, in the middle of a circle in the middle of my notebook. And then I start making the prongs of that mind map and how it all connects. And so I had started doing that. Um, but honestly, I, you know, I had taken some time off. I wasn't used to using my voice in this same way. I have definitely experienced some changes. Um, one thing I'll say about that is like ways that I used to really push my voice or feel like I had to be heard. I don't feel that anymore. It's a different, I'll say frequency in how I am showing up here and using my voice. And so you know, the other thing about it is that I had just been quiet for a while, which was nice. Um, and cultivating some things in that quiet that I'm sure I'll share with you over the next few months. Um, and so I wasn't used to podcasting anymore or using my voice like this. And so this episode, I'll say this kind of transmission was recorded on my meditation cushion. So there's no video for this one. And it was after a client session that really lit me up because there were parts of the client session that were about this topic. So the the topic is about when life clears space, like maybe you decide to clear that space or life clears it for you and, you know, what to do or not do in the space that that creates. And so, you know, I got on this call, this client call, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is the same topic that I was intuiting doing this episode about, you know, so that also shows me that it's something going on in the collective. Um, Definitely others have talked about it since then. So I know that this is a really current topic for many of us. Um, And so after that session, I was just really lit up and I could feel my voice. And so I just hit record. Um, And so now it's a few weeks later and I just wanted to share with you that I'm honoring the process uh, that I've been going through of, you know, returning to this podcast, which is a very sacred process for me. Um, it is following a soul's calling. It is, um, 
really re- reigniting um, a mission and having spirit and soul really move through me to bring me back to this mission of sacred remembering and what this next iteration will be on all levels from the podcast to the community and other places that this wants to go. Um, and so, you know, honoring that process of what it is like to move through a period of quiet and soul alchemy and learning and, and many other things, right? And then be taking steps back toward um, what your heart is calling you toward. And so honoring the process by actually publishing this first take, you know, <laughs> no notes, <laughs> don't know if I got it right, et cetera, et cetera, but um, just showing up in the real. And, um, I think I will do a follow-up at the end with some thoughts that have arose, arisen, um, since then. And, um, I'm sure it'll be valuable (sighs) in just, in just the right ways. Hello, sacred remembering community soul family, soul tribe. Hello, I'm Sarah Poet, and I have not recorded a podcast in over six months. And I've been thinking about the moment that I would hit record and using my voice again in this way and what it would feel like. And to be honest with you, I just left a a client session and the theme of what I knew I wanted to speak to today was present in the session. And I was like, okay, I just got to hit record. I just have to do this just now. So this is how I am arriving back in the space in this present moment. And there's certainly a lot that I could update you on, but I don't feel like that is what today is about. And if you are just now finding the podcast for the first time, welcome. It's a new beginning. Um, And if you listened to the podcast in the past, the last episode that I recorded was episode 144, and it was about a new earth timeline. So I'll let you put two and two together what was happening there (laughs) when I took a pause and really did not know um, what would be coming. I did not know the direction that life would be going, that my work would be going, that I would be going, um, felt some stuckness to be sure. But knowing that this new earth possibility, this regenerative feminine possibility really existed and that I wanted to walk toward that. And, um, Really, I mean, that sounds like a grand adventure, but it it actually wasn't. Like it was a lot of um, going inward. And for as many podcast episodes as I have recorded in the past and as much story as I have shared in the past, I will tell you that I feel different now. Um, my voice feels not more timid, but like potentially less words are required. I feel a peace. I feel um, a steadiness, maybe some apprehension. Um, I feel a little push, like a little soul nudge to, you know, get back out there. And um, that's not really egoic. I mean, I'm kind of, I've been more content than ever to not have a forward-facing persona. (laughs) in the last six months or so, but, um, you know, all roads do lead home and all roads do lead to, (laughs) um, you know, our sacred remembering paths, putting us on the path. Like even when we think we are off the path, we're still on the path, um, because we need to learn something or discover something. And then, you know, we remember and we we get back on the path. So a lot has changed um, 
And I think I will be feeling into those changes as I commit to showing up. Um, I definitely don't take the decision to start this podcast again lightly. To be honest, podcasts are a lot of work. <laughs> and um, that was one of the reasons why I stopped. But also, you know, I've I'd, I'd been doing the same thing sort of in the same energy for a long time. I don't think I could have said it like that then, but I can say that now. And so today we're going to talk about clearing. Okay, we're going to talk about when life clears stuff out or you clear stuff out of your life. Like, you know, life is going to evolve. And right now, at this time on the planet, we have a lot of potential evolution. Things are moving forward. We are waking up, right? I know that sacred remembering and women waking up to the truth of who we are. It is a mission on this planet. I am here for it. I, I have, um, you know, I stand in that. And on this journey of waking up to the truth of who we are, we can't stay in the old forms of identity or self or the expressions, you know, it might look like a job has to fall away or a marriage has to, you know, break down and, and maybe reform or, you know, just old templates, like old structures that we had for our lives. This is like the name of the game at this time on the planet that the old is falling away and the new is coming. I strongly believe, and it's why I am putting my voice to this mission, that so many of the answers for where we are going on this planet are currently inside of women, currently inside of women who are waking up to the truth of who they are, who we are, and inside of us, you know, maybe under layers of fear and, oh my gosh, they're going to think I'm weird. Someone said that to me this morning. I was like, honey, we are, we are weird. <laughs> <laughs> according to status quo, but that doesn't matter anymore. You know, like we, we are <laughs> breaking the mold. We are um, waking up and saying, okay, these things about this current reality are not okay with me anymore. And then you start to remember you start to remember who you really are. You start to remember that you, you know, oh my gosh, I'm an energy healer of some kind. You start to remember that you have an affinity or connection to like Mary Magdalene and Jesus Christ, Yeshua. You, you start to like get interested in different things. And, um, you know, a friend recently said it well, she said, um, you know, oh, this is a part of my remembering. Like those of us who have been <laughs> on the sacred remembering path for a while, we it's like we're content almost to perpetually remember. Like we just keep remembering and remembering aspects of our soul path. And this friend said, you know, it, it's like when you have these pieces of a puzzle and, and you just are like putting them together. And, you know, we make some sense of it and some of this path remains in the mystery and that is okay too. So, so that is what we're doing. We're remembering, we're waking up to the truth of who we are. It is a far bigger truth than we could ever imagine the purpose that our soul came to the planet for is far bigger and far more important than we could ever truly imagine, especially, you know, when we're like in an identity with our egoic self that says, but wait, I'm supposed to have like this image of my life. And, you know, we can like let that go and admit to ourselves that life is going to be different as we walk this path. And Shout out to these brave ones, right? Like shout out to the courage 
that it requires in you, in me, to do this differently when we are breaking the status quo and saying, that's just not going to work for me anymore. I don't want to use my energy in these old ways. You know, I don't really want to be like enslaved (laughs) to cultural conditioning to, you know, what we think women are supposed to be able to do and give and be and be available for, you know, it's just not working for us anymore. Like not working for me, not working for you. And um, we're making changes. We are making changes. So I knew when I got the intuition, the download to restart the podcast, I knew that it was, it had to happen, right? And then um, I got the information to do the very first, again, <laughs> the first um, comeback episode around this topic of clearing. My life has gone through a lot of clearing. Then this morning, I was listening to a friend who um, is doing like a summit and I was listening, you know, to see what she's up to and to support her. And she was talking about clearing. And then in this client session, it was also about clearing. Okay, so let's talk about a few ways that life makes space. This is what we're going to talk about first. Okay, then we're going to talk about what to do or not do or how to treat the space that life does create for you. I'm going to talk about that next. Okay. So sometimes life creates space. Life does some clearing. Okay. Sometimes we choose this. Sometimes we choose to end a relationship or to leave a job or to move to a new town, those kinds of things. Like we're, you know, to to end a family relationship for a while, like we need space from someone. So sometimes we choose the clearing or the ending that happens. Sometimes, (laughs) especially if you are a person listening to this podcast, especially if you are someone with the magic inside of you, (laughs) and life is not going to let you settle. Life, I'll say the universe, I'll even say your soul will clear something for you. Clear something for you. So you thought that you were going down the road toward this new relationship or this new job or this new, um, you know, XYZ. And then life is like, no, you're not. Or it could be that you stayed in some, some place, something too long. Okay. And then there's this like divine orchestration of the universe that will reroute you. I just had this happen. This happened big time about five, six years ago when I first left my career. And I've talked about that in other episodes and this, the story I don't need to go into, but it was like, Sarah, you got the instructions to start embodied breath. Then you kind of pushed it back and pushed it back. And so boom, then there was like a boom. And that's how my education career kind of ended with a, with a, with a boom and a bang. Right. (laughs) And, um, And then just again, recently, and there is a part of my ego that does not want to admit this. I was making agreements in a certain direction, thinking that I was like moving to community and, you know, doing this, like part of my energy was going toward this community mission and boom, like 10 days after I moved to this place, I knew that this was not going to work. And because of the the attunement that I was blessed to have with 
my soul and with the unseen realms and with my path, with my sacred remembering path, when like a series of events happened, I did not hardly even got upset. I knew exactly that this was a reroute. There were some familiar sort of karmic patterns, and I was grateful to, you know, just be able to watch those rather than identify with them. And I knew that this situation was clearing in my best interest. Thank you. I was like, okay, we will figure out the, you know, plans in the 3D, but this clearing is happening for me, not to me, for me. That was a very big, uh, I would say, change, you know, or uh, opportunity to kind of practice what I preach and, and to really acknowledge the sacred remembering journey that is like, you know, do you trust that things are happening for you? And I knew that it was happening for me because I had not made the decision or the agreement to be a part of that in my highest expression. I was sort of like compromising to be in that situation to begin with. That's how I knew that the reroute and the clearing was happening for me. Okay. So let's see, what else do I want to say about clearing? So sometimes life will clear things for you, like a relationship ends. And I think that victim piece, I just want to stay on that for one more moment is like, you know, when we go into victim, quite frankly, we waste energy, and we're probably going to have to repeat the pattern or the circumstance in a different way in the future until we get it. Okay, so it's not happening to you, it's it's refining you. And it probably has something to do with your sacred remembering path and what you're here to offer back because if it is a repeating pattern in your life guess what it was what you came to learn we learn we get better and then we offer it back so so then you know so i moved houses i i moved twice I moved twice in two months and I got rid of a lot of stuff before I moved the first time. And then I um, was moving again and I was really down to like, very, like simplicity, right? Because I've moved a lot in the last like five years and, um, you know, I, I have a child and we have three pets and, and we like, I'm organized. We don't have a lot of extra and I moved into an apartment that I, I really like. I'm really glad to be here. Um, a lot of positive vibes in this apartment. And um, I had a storage unit and I said to the movers, I was like, you know what? We're going to empty that storage unit and you're going to bring it into the living room and I'm going to go through everything. And I spent, you know, a whole day and then some going through everything that was in the storage unit and I didn't have another storage unit to put it in because like sometimes it's like we let the old shit kind of hang out in our lives <laughs> if we have the space for it or if we think we have a space for it and I was like no more space for that shit like I'm not paying for another storage unit I'm not doing that and and I'm really going to be selective about the things that I hold on to for sentimental value or because I want to use them later um etc so I went through the stuff and organized it. And I, you know, gave, mailed some to my nephew and um, a friend just had a baby. I had baby clothes from my 14-year-old's childhood that I didn't even remember that I had saved, right? Like I had teaching supplies that I have moved into various storage units that I didn't even know what was at the bottom of the box. And it was incredible. 
have you all ever cleared out a storage unit? Like it was incredible to go down. I mean, I literally went down to the depths, right? Like the depths of like every box. And so that's, there's some metaphor in there, right? Energetically, you can feel that. And then I got it the heck out of the house. I remember one day, you know, I was like sitting and my son wasn't here and we had just moved in and I've just gone through all of this stuff. And there's this big pile in the living room that I'd sorted through. And I just kept, you know, moving things in the physical and clearing things in the physical, like the move time was a very physical time. And then I was like, okay, God, what's next? Like ready for some download about like some, you know, instruction and <laughs> the instruction that came through was like, put all this shit in your car and get it out of your house. <laughs> it's like, um, keep clearing, like get it out, be practical, Sarah. And like, what are you going to move around this like pile of stuff to take to the women's shelter? Like do it, you know? And so it was like just redirecting me in the 3D, like clear it, clear it, clear it, clear it. And so I did. And I didn't even put like the, you know, pictures back on the wall that I usually would have. It was like, let it be clear. And then from there, the clearing and cleansing went to the physical body. It was like, okay, you know, clear it out. And I won't go into details there, but it, it was like, do a physical cleanse juice, eat less food, like get yourselves on the next level. Like, so there was this whole 3D physical reality, clearing, cleansing. Okay. And then, um, you know, I was working, I was doing energy clearing. Obviously I'm always doing that. I was, um, doing a lot of other things to clear physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, right? Like that's the work, but the, the theme was, everything's clearing. And then I was in touch with a new kind of invitation. And here's what I want to ask you. When, when something falls away in your life or something changes, or when you have made space for the clearing, what is your habit in that space? What do you usually do? And just like, think about that for a minute. Like, so, okay, life created some space. So maybe you feel, what are the feelings? Maybe you feel anxiousness or like, maybe there's some attachment to what fell away, or maybe there's like some, you know, adverse, like get that thing away from me. Um, there might be fear of like, what's the next, there might be a lot of gratitude, you know, to, to be in this phase and like recognition that something's clearing. So, you know, what do you feel? And if you're going through a clearing, like, what are you feeling? Probably mixed emotions. Like, yay, I'm glad that I left this relationship, but oh my gosh, will I ever find another one? Or I'm glad that I left this job, but oh my gosh, will I, you know, have the, the resources that I need? Um, if I go out on my own, like those kinds of things take the place. And then what do we do in that space? Like there's usually, this is me speaking from experience and observation. And I think that again, this is collective because I'm noticing it a lot around me as well. So if life is trying to give us sort of a fresh start by clearing out something new, or heck, like maybe we even, you know, choose to have the energy session or do the physical clearing. What do we do immediately after? Do you try to fill the space? Okay, you have this square footage. What are you going to put in it? Okay, you have this time. What are you going to do with it? Okay, you know, you have space where a relationship used to be. Where's the next relationship? Do you try to fill the space? I think 
a lot of us can say, yeah, in the past or yeah, right now, I have done that. Okay, so we are getting conscious about a pattern that, yeah, could be connected to anxiousness. Could you know, we can psychoanalyze these things all day. We don't need to. Let's stick with the energetics. So you or life has orchestrated and cultivated a clearing, new space in your life. Now you are getting in touch with how that openness feels to you. If we rush in this space, we are pretty sure to recreate more of the same circumstances, choices, types of people, types of relationships that we had in our lives before that just cleared. I'm going to say that again. If we rush, in the space of the clearing, we are going to recreate the patterns that we just concluded. How do I know this? <laughs> I've done it. Also, the, the architecture of the energy, and it's like, oh, Sarah just left to energy architecture, or like, here she goes again with the grids, but <laughs> yes, you're going to hear me talk about this a lot more. So there's a structure of consciousness at any level, layer, timeline of our lives. It's like we knew what we knew as we knew it, right? And as the changes in our lives are happening, as ascension is happening on the planet, as awakening is happening on the planet, and things are upgrading, that means at the energy level that there's actually a new and more evolved structure of consciousness at each kind of layer level of, you know, our beingness, of our incarnation. And so if we, you know, have like a trauma pattern, like let's say we have um, an anxiousness about being alone. And so one relationship ends and then another begins. This is a clear example of what I'm saying. Like you can see that you're going to recreate the same kind of, you know, anxious attachment uh, scenario for yourself if you are like, I can't be alone. I have to be in a relationship. I just have to find one. Because your consciousness hasn't sort of evolved, you know, between like the end of one relationship and the beginning of the new one. So I think that we can all relate to that, for example, that time between relationships or that time between jobs or, or something like that, where, you know, we take the time to sort of let there be a new um, reality, or we hope that there's a new reality. Well, we can actually create that for ourselves by being intentional with the energy and how we're treating the energy while we are in the spaciousness that has been given to us. So it is an opportunity. It is an opportunity. So I was, I was just in session and this is exactly where we started. And it was like, yeah, there's some clearing to do right here in the space of what has cleared. Like something fell away and, you know, there you go. You, you clean up afterwards, right? Like we clear the energy, we clear what has happened. And then, it's not enough to say, okay, I want something new right here. Where is my new wealth? Where is my new relationship? Where is my new um, partner? Oh my gosh, why aren't the new opportunities here yet? We have to evolve <laughs> like the grid upon which we stand and the grid upon which our consciousness 
operates. So I'm going to bring it on home. I'm going to talk about sacred remembering in the podcast because this is something that when given the space, when this, you know, community ideal kind of fell away, my soul was very clear with me in the space. It didn't say, start sacred remembering right now. This was about four or five, six weeks ago, at least. And there was like a begin to lay the groundwork for sacred remembering podcast to return. Actually, the podcast wasn't even first. It was like begin to lay a new, fresh groundwork in the community, in the sacred remembering community. I just got chills. That was the space in the clearing. That was the instruction that came in. Lay a new groundwork. Revamp the structure. Bring an elevated consciousness to the space. So that's what I did because I was no longer the person who had, you know, started and recorded all of the podcast episodes um, with, with a pretty decent layer of fear and trauma still alive in me, to be honest. And you could probably listen to it and pick that up. <laughs> and then, um, you know, and and in the community, it was like we were gathering, but it wasn't at the caliber that I am now operating at. And so, you know, it was like I said to a friend of mine, I said, I'm in like a chop wood carry water. Like, but it was also so divinely um not orchestrated, but like given. Because in the space I was given, without going into fight or flight about what was happening, I said, how is this happening for me? I know this is happening for me. So that, you know, decreased any nervous system reaction. Not saying that it wasn't there at all, but it decreased it. Then from there, in the regulation, in the trust, we can hear the next spark, the next direction on the sacred remembering journey. Okay? And, um, you know, then we can begin to, like, cultivate that, but it's not a rush. In my experience in the last... I would say one to two months of this. Honoring the clearing and honoring the voice of the soul, the sacred, as it comes in to say, do this, now do this. The doing and the creating also has a much different vibe. I'll say it has a much like more lusciously creative vibe and I'm doing things because I want to, not because I think I have to. Um, I'll, I'll speak to that for a moment because that feels, I have other connections there and I, I've talked to other women about this. So again, this might be a collective thing. So, and I could do a whole episode on this, but I'll just mention that oftentimes on the sacred remembering path, when we are in fight or flight, or we think we have to fill the space, or we think we have to get it right, we will do things because we think we're supposed to. Do y'all do this? Like, do you do things, even spiritual things? because you think you're supposed to like or I mean 
gosh, how confusing is this? So, you know, we could hear like an intuition or hear something and be like, oh, I have to do this. So this is another layer that I've been clearing actually, where I recognized that there was this like dutiful part of my spirituality, (laughs) probably not uncommon for us women and those raised in the church, et cetera, et cetera, where I was like, what am I supposed to do next? And I recognized that I got myself involved with, um, like it was like a Mary Magdalene ordination. Like I did not expect to do it this year. It really caught me off guard because I felt that I was supposed to do it. And I was like, I'm supposed to do a Mary Magdalene ordination. Like really? Like I'm supposed to do a year long training on this. Like, and so then I, you know, had stories about it. Like, Oh, Mary Magdalene must want me to learn devotion. I I need to be better at devotion. Like, okay. And so I'm like doing these things and I'm in this training and it was beautiful and wonderful, but it was not for me. Um, and I was like, why am I in the wrong place (laughs) again? Right. And then another kind of thing came through and came on my radar and I lit up. I lit up kind of like in my creational center, in my womb space. I wanted to know about it. I was like, yes. And then I was like, oh, I made the decision about this Mary Magdalene training because I felt like my connection to spirit had told me to do it. and. And I didn't discern for myself if I was really like a yes to it. So there's that. <laughs> so then, then that gets to clear. Like I, I get to clear and be like, okay, reset that clearing. I'm going to not continue with, with that training. And I'm going to go with what is lighting me up right? Because I'm more aligned to that feeling now than I was of what does light me up and what does this actual created energy feel like? And so that is what now my work, the Sacred Remembering Community, we have a community we meet in my networks. It's amazing. That space is more robust this is coming back. The podcast is coming back. Who knows what wants to happen? But in the clearing, I was rerouted to my mission. And you betcha there was plenty of time and space in that clearing where I said, don't send me back to this just because I know it. Don't send me back to this to restart something that I've done that I, you know, like, I'm not going to just recreate it. I'm not going to just keep going in like the energy of what was. And I am very clear that that is not what is happening <laughs> because I wouldn't be using my energy like that if that were what is happening. And so there's this new timeline, this new template, this new earth template Sisters, every single day, I have to practice being in these new energies. Not have to, but like, yes, yes, we have to, if we want to, you know, secure these energies and new timelines. And I want to. I'm not doing it because it's like dutiful, or I'm not doing it because, oh my gosh, there's space. And I'm so, you know, like, there's not a fear that's like, you know, informing me or or think, um, it's not telling me how to behave, right? Like, or, or I'm not behaving out of fear. It's like the information's coming in and the spaciousness. I want to, I want to just really really quickly cycle back to the nervous system. Every day we need to be working on our nervous system every day. I do Kundalini yoga. I walk in the woods. I meditate. I breathe. I lift weights on and on. We have to work on our nervous systems because our nervous systems 
that is what is going to allow us to, I'm going to use the words anchor in the new timelines in the new consciousness grids. It's what's going to allow us to have the, um, the energy, the clarity and the life force for us to walk and serve these missions or these, you know, on our sacred remembering path, um, you might not be interested in, in like purpose mission level right now. You might be like, I'm remembering I am a priestess, Sarah. Like, I don't have, what is my mission? You know, like <laughs> we're at different places on the sacred remembering journey. I love it, love it, love it. And my mission is here to serve you. It's to be here to serve you and to serve us as modern women waking up to the truth of who we are and to know that we can bring our missions forward. We can bring our truths forward. We can choose that if something is not working for us, if a relationship is not working for us, if a job feels like enslavement, if anything feels like enslavement or sacrifice, please stop doing it, right? Like we can get out of those situations, circumstances, the um, less than ideal exchanges and stand in the truth of who we are and cultivate the lives, the feelings, the experiences, and the prosperity that we want, but not from an ego standpoint. Um, I do not give a shit about like expensive handbags. Like I'm not ever going to tell you how to manifest so that you can consume shit. Um, but I do believe that we get to be prosperous in our true soul alignment. So for some people, that's going to look like, you know, I just want to have enough. And for some other people, it's going to look like, I want to run like a really big company so I can really give back a lot of money and like be a philanthropist. Great. Okay. I believe that if we know from a soul space, from a true calling kind of space, not an ego, I want to consume shit space, or I want my ego to prove to me that I can make this much money so that I know that I'm somebody, that kind of thinking is old. And that, you know, maybe sit a little, a little bit longer in the clearing space before <laughs> before making the next decision. Um, but, you know, we we get to live these missions, live in our soul truth, and be supported and be prosperous, um, you know, so that we can impact the planet and so that our nervous systems can be regulated and stable enough for us to bring through the wisdom that we have in us because what is inside of women is the medicine that this new earth needs so i am here for it i am sarah poet we come to the space of sacred remembering and we remember together what did I used to say in the intro? With stories, tools, and curiosities. <laughs> right? And um, that's my work, is to help you live in the architecture of who you are. Your soul blueprint, your soul has an architecture. It is meant to be directly connected to source and directly connected to this earth. You are so resourced. You are so supported. You are so meant to be here. And as we remember that true soul source connection and the embodiment of the divine and the sacred that we are, we become more effective, more impactful, stronger, more resourced, and quite frankly, we, we bring the new earth through. So women, this is, you know, perhaps an interesting topic that my kind of comeback episode was about clearing. 
But really, I think we don't talk enough about what to do in the in-between spaces. And what we do in the in-between spaces is actually less doing and more cultivating of the truest essence that we want to bring forward. So many times in the last few months, I've been sitting in meditation or after a Kundalini yoga set, and I feel, yeah, I really love the word neurosis. I don't love neurosis. It's not fun. We all have neurosis, but I love the word. They use it in Kundalini a lot. And, you know, to witness your neurosis, and your neurosis is like, what am I worried about? What am I, you know, feeling I'm going to be a failure at what doesn't support me on and on and on. And if we can like watch the habits of our own mind and watch that (laughs) neurosis and just like learn to love and laugh at the word neurosis because it's so true. We all have it. If we can do that, then we also have the ability and capacity to also say, what does my authentic essence feel like? And if I'm watching myself in neurosis, I can say, oh, that's what that fear loop looks like. That's what that trauma pattern remembers. What is my divine essence? And that is not an arbitrary thing. There is a unique set of instructions, a unique blueprint, a unique architecture to the truth of who you are. And you are uniquely needed, wanted, you matter at this time on the planet, or you wouldn't be here and you certainly wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So I'm going to come back. I hope that you do. If you would like to find me, um, if you would like private sessions or to have a conversation, you can find me at sarahpoet.com. And you can also find the Sacred Remembering community via my website as well. And then it hops over to Mighty Networks. And you can join monthly or annually. And we are a community of women that is doing things differently. I'm going to talk about that more in upcoming episodes. Some members of that community and soul sisters are are going to be on this podcast. Um, And yeah, we're, we're doing women's community differently in the new earth consciousness where every woman's prosperity amplifies as her truth amplifies as she is, you know, um, expressing herself and being herself in and among women in sacred community. So we see new possibilities. We are putting our energy, time, attention, our valuable resources behind that. And it is so, so good to be here in this new template with you at this very important time on the planet and um, doing things differently now, aren't we? I hope this episode served. If it did, you can please leave a review, let people know that we're back, share the episode, and um, yeah, reach out anytime, sarahpoet.com. Much love. Bye. Well, I think it went pretty well. What do you think? I hope that you enjoyed this episode, took some things from it, and I wanted to clarify just a few things and also share a little bit about upcoming episodes. So 146 is like an all things sacred remembering. (laughs) It's like a party. And then episode 147 is about cultivating radiance. And so that'll be a really good follow up to this episode about when, when things clear you know, there's also what we cultivate and cultivating with the light. And so as I listen to this episode, I think, oh, maybe I could have gone into that a little bit more in this episode, but that is really going to come through in episode 147. And the other thing I just wanted to mention, which probably no one even picked up on, but I was like, Mary Magdalene, 
My girl, I'm not knocking you. I mean, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that my sacred remembering journey with Mary Magdalene was very, very important in my awakening journey. And so I was not saying in this episode that I was in the wrong place, you know, to degrade Mary Magdalene and the importance of her and us learning her um, essence and signature and, you know, gifts that she brought to the planet. I wasn't at all saying that that's not important. I was saying that I was surprised that I was being guided to go back in that direction at this time. And I'll take that one step further and say that like there were other reasons why I was in that container, like other things that I received that I needed to receive at the time that really didn't have to do with like the overarching year long container. It was like, I was where I was for the moment that I needed to be there. And then I didn't need to be there anymore. So that's what I was saying. Mary Magdalene's my girl forever and always. (laughs) Soul family. I'm sure many of you feel the same. And I think that concludes. So thank you for being here. It is so good to be back with you. Um, I'm really excited for where all of this is going to go. And I'm excited for where we are right here in this moment. So much love. Thank you for being here. Take good care and I'll talk to you soon.